ass nigga give a fuck about a bitch. It is what it is. This some five star dick. She a big gold freak. It's a must that I hit. It's a hot girl summer, so you know she got a lit. Psych, that was last week's episode. We are talking about something completely different today. Guys, welcome back to Busy Making Other Plans. I am podcasting on a Thursday evening right before Good Friday. I'm feeling great, feeling blessed. By the time this drops, we will have celebrated the resurrection of Jesus. Hey, I'm really curious. I don't know if anyone knows the answer. I'm sure I could have Googled this, but like what is... What's the story about the Easter Bunny and Christianity? Like, why Like, why did we create this character that just goes around people's houses hiding eggs? Like, why do we even, why do we trust a man in a bunny costume just giving children candy to begin with? Like, is that not, like, a weird thing? I don't know. I don't know who created this. Probably Coca-Cola. Maybe not. Maybe it was Nestle. But, um... Yeah, I just, I think it's kind of odd. I can't complain though. Love me some chocolate. My, uh, my mother's planning an Easter egg hunt for us when I go back home this weekend. So, um, I will keep you posted if you follow me on the story. But like I said, guys, welcome back. And the reason I'm podcasting right now is because I just, I found something online that I thought was quite interesting. It's not unique to this one person. Actually, a lot of influencers do this, but it made me laugh. It made me laugh more than it should have, but I I felt like expressing how I feel would be a good idea because maybe we could laugh together. Maybe you could tell me I'm thinking too much into it. But, um, so this girl, she's like a, like a micro-influencer. She has around like 50, 60,000 followers, um, so she popped up like on my explore page and I decided to look at her feed and 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 she says she's a lifestyle um fashion beauty fitness person and what is that even like why are you everything like don't people have niches these days I don't know I guess it's better to be everything right you just you you have a larger you okay I don't agree with that actually as like someone with a business degree like if you're everything then you're you're not anything but um I think like in the case of influencers they just you know they need to rank up the followers so you they just want to target everyone who has any type of interest anyways I'm digressing so she posted a video on what she eats in a day and I mean I was expecting a perfectly curated meal plan of what it is in a day, right? Like we all we all see the the perfectly created avocado toast, um, the beautiful acai bowls, like you know that's what we expect. But it was just so funny to me when I was watching this because no one believes this is what you eat in a day. Like if you believe that this influencer eats these meals in a day and stays consistent, I don't know, you almost kind of deserve the low self-esteem. I'm sorry to say, but like, why would you think that someone is just so perfectly curated like that? How is your avocado toast just so perfectly green? Why don't you have chunks in it? Why is your egg whites just a little too bright? Why is there no burnt pieces on it? What about your smoothie bowl? Do you really make sure that the fruit is perfectly in its little triangle and that it doesn't touch your coconut flakes? Like, I don't like this because I feel like it sets a standard for people that like if you don't eat beautiful food or if you don't make these meals, then it's your fault that you're not, you're not health and wellness. And why are we, I feel like I talk about this, I've talked about this before. We should stop making everything perfectly curated on Instagram. Like, I think that I would 
love influencers so much more if they didn't perfectly curate things. Maybe I should be the uncurated influencer. That's an idea. I should totally change my Instagram handle to uncurated influencer. And I should just be like the (laughs) anti-influencer. Oh, actually, um... I had a friend, I don't know who it was, someone said something about being like the anti-influencer where it was like anything people like promote, you do the opposite and you just tell people why you shouldn't get the product. Um, And I thought it was actually really fucking hilarious. Can you imagine if you just trolled one specific influencer and like that was your full-time job on Instagram was literally just saying the opposite of what that influencer was telling you to do? I really have to think about this. This might be something I'm interested in doing. Um, Anyways, so I need to read out loud what she eats in a day. Just so you guys understand, like, the degree of how staged this is. Okay, so she starts with avocado toast with an egg over hard with yolk that just perfectly drizzles. She then follows that with a matcha latte with froth. And then she includes a smoothie. I think it's a mixed berry smoothie. Oh, in a magic bullet. Lovely. Afterwards, she eats some rice with ground beef and some green beans. Mmm, yummy. So health, so wellness. Afterwards, she has a little snacky snack, which is a bowl of fruit. And this bowl of fruit is just strawberries, some blueberries, um, adds a little bit of coconut flakes in it. And then she ends the day off with a yummy, yummy Greek pasta salad. Mmm. Wow. She is wellness. Just to be clear, it's not that I don't believe it's possible to eat this way. Like, you can definitely eat this way. It's not like it's impossible. It's actually very easy to do that. I just don't think that it's an accurate representation of what you eat daily, you know? Like, I think something that I eat daily uh, is pasta. Pasta a la tomato sauce. But, you know, I just, I think that she's just showcasing, like, the best possible day in the week. Like, the Sunday. The Sunday where she has time to make all of those meals. And, um, I don't know. I guess it kind of, it just, it, it rubbed me the wrong way. Because... It comes off a little condescending, you know, maybe throw in some snacks in there so you're a little bit more relatable. Like, I think there needed to be more snacks. There should have been more snacks. Does anybody, like, just fill up on snacks throughout the day? I feel like I'm one of those people. I just, I snack a lot. I think a lot of people do, so I would have believed it more if there were just more snacks in there. So I just, I really wanted to share that with you guys because it made me laugh. I I was like, cackling when I first watched it. I'm more than I should have, but it was just quite amusing because I just didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. Anyways, moving forward. Does anyone believe that you need a degree to succeed? Like a formal education to succeed in life. I just got off a clubhouse room and um, if you don't know about it, we, me and a few friends have a clubhouse room every Thursday, 8 p.m. It's a new topic every week. Um, we call ourselves the clubhouse with a K. Uh, very, very trendy. And um, I think it's a great Honestly, it's a really good thing to have, to have an open dialogue with people and just get their opinion on things, uh, shoot the shit sometimes. And I just, I love discussion. It makes me feel like I'm back in university and having those 
open discussions in lecture. So I, I love that we do that. We love when people join in because we bring them to the stage and it just becomes a better conversation getting different perspectives. So this week we were talking about do you need a, a formal education to succeed? And it was such a good discussion because I think the ultimate consensus was that you don't need a university degree or a formal education to be successful. However, it gives you opportunities that you otherwise may not have had. It gives you structure that you may have not had built within yourself. And it gives you, let me say opportunities again, because it really, like, that's what I got out of my university experience was opportunities, right? Like, I grew my soft skills so much because of my involvement with extracurricular at university that I otherwise like would not have done. And I don't think everyone who goes to university is going to be successful or get a job in their field. I think that largely depends on you and who you are and what you want to do with it. But I think that a formal education and the university you go to does largely help. Like if we think of banks or consulting firms, like the university you go to or the degree you have, like that is used as a recruitment tool. And so, yeah, it makes things a lot easier. It's definitely useful in that it provides opportunities and exposure that you otherwise wouldn't have had. Like, it can be really hard to find someone who's going to take a bet on you and hire you for a position when there's someone with a university degree or a skill or certification that you don't have. However, I think it just largely depends on the field that you go into and what you want to pursue. It goes back to how you define success because we all know there's plenty of successful people who don't have an education or don't need, didn't need the education that they got. So I, I love that discussion that we had. Um, me personally, I got a lot of value from my degree. I loved what I studied. I don't think that I would have been able to teach myself that stuff had I not gone to university. So I'm very appreciative of that part. But there are some people who don't learn in a structured environment or people who are self-starters and would have preferred to do that as opposed to university. So I think it largely just depends on the person and, and who they are to begin with and like what is their learning style. Anyways, really good discussion. Please tune in on Thursdays at 8 p.m. to hear new topics because they they get juicy, guys. They get really, really juicy. All right, I'm back from a lovely weekend in the Jacks. Um, actually, I don't think anyone calls it the Jacks. I just called it the Jacks for fun. And um, it was a great Easter weekend, I got to say. You know what I'm not too happy about, though, is the fact that patios had closed. Actually, I wasn't too happy that they reopened. Like, I'll say this. I found reopening of the patios to be a, a very abrupt decision. Like, I think it was Friday that he announced that patios could reopen on the Saturday of like last week. And I, I wasn't expecting that. I don't know if people were demanding that. Like, the weather was good. It was okay. Um, and then all of a sudden, a week later, he closes everything essentially or, or reduces capacity in retail stores. I, I just, the way I see it is like, I thought, that this was a way for him to push blame onto patios for a rise in cases. Like, I thought this was, like, for him just, like, a scapegoat. 
if that's true or not, I'm not really sure. I just, that's like, I don't see why he needed to reopen patios just to close them a week later. It really didn't make sense to me. And then you close the patios, but why? I can guarantee you the patios weren't the problem. Like if you walk down King Street, the patios weren't busy. Like it, there was no lineup. Um, like I said, the weather wasn't that great. Like there wasn't a lot of people sitting outside and they looked socially distanced from what I could tell. Like I have a patio in the corner of where I live and it was not busy. So I just, I, I don't understand what's going on here. I hate that things are closed or semi-closed again. Not that I'm really doing anything, but I'm just tired. I think we're all just tired of this long lockdown. Like this was something that I thought would have ended by now, but obviously that's not the case. And I think what a lot of us are trying to juggle as young adults is keeping ourselves busy during this time and what are things that we can do to occupy our time. And I think that I'm a really good example of someone who has been really good at entertaining myself throughout lockdown. I'm not just saying that. My friends have been saying that. And what I will say is this. I've always been a planner growing up. Like I was always the person who wanted to plan activities. I was always open to do and try new things. And throughout COVID, like I've been having a pretty good time just entertaining myself, um, more than entertaining myself, like trying new things or having fun in ways that I just wasn't doing before. And I think part of it is because I never really had limiting beliefs. Like I didn't think that COVID was depriving me of something per se. Like I just started getting creative with how I'm having fun. So like last summer, I would go out with Morgan and we would go kick the soccer ball or throw the football. Now, is that something I probably would have done if things were open and there was no vid? I mean, maybe, but I definitely wouldn't have done it as often. I probably wouldn't even have had the idea to like go throw the ball around. Like I think that's not exactly the top of my list of things to do in the summer because I don't think I ever really did that any summer before. Like I'd go see my friends, we'd go out, get food, drinks, whatever. So, but those are things that we had to do now. Um, and, you know, use the bike share, Toronto bike share, and go for rides down Queen's Key, go for a hike. Like this weekend, I, um, I'll get into my weekend. It was really great, guys. But I went on a hike every single day this weekend, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I would go to Greenwood Conservation Area, and my dad and I would just go off the trail and do these hikes in the woods. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. First of all, didn't know my dad had it in him. Like, I didn't think that he'd be able to, like, go up those steep hills or walk through, like, the bushes. I didn't know that was, like, his thing. But he said he used to climb mountains when he was a kid back in Iran. So, you know, I'll take his word for it. Anyways, it was a lot of fun. Really liked hiking. Um, that's not something, again, that I'd probably be doing pre-COVID. I think just because, you know, I would have just stayed on the trail. I didn't, I don't want to get crazy here. You know, let's not, let's not push it. Um, but, you know, I think it's just pushing your boundaries, not having limiting beliefs or thinking that your life sucks. Like I've always just thought that we need to get creative. Like, what are we going to do today? What are we going to do today? And so a friend of mine, like, she's thinking of date ideas and what can she do with this guy. And it can be really challenging. I know a lot of people are struggling with trying to figure out what are things to do with a significant other or a guy that you want to see. And, um, you know, some ideas I threw out to her were, you know, go for a hike, go for a nice walk, have a picnic by the water 
um, or at a park, you know, just get a tapestry, sit down, make a charcuterie board. Charcuterie boards are bomb. And making them is just as fun, by the way. Like if you haven't made a charcuterie board before, watch a YouTube video. Honestly, so sick. You'll feel so sick after. Um, but yeah, do a, uh, rent a bike from the Toronto Bike Share and just bike around the place. Do an outdoor exercise class. Um, you know, some of them are still going on limited people, but it's still an activity to do. I don't know if I've ever said this, but I love painting. Like I will paint for leisure. I will follow a paint night class. I will just do it freehand. And um, I did it actually as a date with someone last summer and it was a lot of fun. Like we just did like a freehand uh, paint night. I had a charcuterie it was a lot of fun because there was no pressure. Like there wasn't an expectation of, you know, how your artwork is supposed to look. And um, it was nice to be creative with another person, especially since both of us weren't creatives. Like we both were working in the corporate world. So it was like really cool to kind of do something like that. Um, and it's a great idea. Like who doesn't like painting? You think like it would be boring, but it's not. You have your glass of wine, you play with the colors, you make new colors and you just, you know, throw it all out there. If you want to follow a paint night class, you can. Like YouTube has some good videos. I like Art Sherpa. She's got some great videos and then you can compare your art. So like love that. Great date idea if you're thinking about what you can do with your SO. Um, I started getting more into board games, I guess. Here's the thing. I, I really like backgammon. This is something that my ex and I would play a lot. He taught me how to play backgammon. And now I'm just like obsessed, but I don't have anyone to play with. So... I, if I meet, like, you know who my, my soulmate is? My soulmate's gonna be the person who knows how to play backgammon. <laughs> it wasn't my ex, but it'll be someone else. Um, <laughs> so, you know, maybe start getting into that or Cards Against Humanity. He's, yeah, ugh, can't speak today. Cards Against Humanity. That's a fun one. I honestly should get that deck. You're like cool if you have the deck of cards. I think like if you bring it out, people are like, yeah. So, you know, start leaning into into that board game persona, being that person, be that bitch with the board games. Um, but yeah, anyways, what was I saying? Things to do with your SO during lockdown. Yeah, it's a challenge. It really is, guys. But you know what? Just like be down for everything. Anything that comes up, you know, just do it. Maybe even just, you know, for change of scenery, take the boat, go to Toronto Island, go for a walk or a bike ride there. Like that would be nice. Order a platter of sushi and have a picnic outside. Oh, oof, that mm, that sounds great. You know what? This weekend, I, I didn't talk about my weekend, but it was a great weekend. I spent a lot of time with my family. I did an Easter egg hunt to make my parents happy. Honestly, I enjoyed the Easter egg hunt. It was a lot of fun. Um, my dad and I actually went to Unionville this weekend. Um, it's this little community in Markham. Love it. Gonna move there one day. Really am. And um, there was this one patio that was like, like open like it was it wasn't closed I'll say that like people could freely sit on this restaurant's patio and like they weren't telling people not to so my dad and I were like oh, okay let's go grab a, a smoothie some some treats and we'll just take a seat and it was so nice to sit on a patio and like there was only like two other groups there and we were all distanced so like don't come at me but I hate that I have to say that you know what I don't want to say that shit, okay? Take it as you will. Anyways, so there was the... So we were having a good time. There was this one car that drove past, and this older woman... I'm going to call her Susan. I don't want to call her Karen because we know Karens are like the anti-maskers. This is Susan. This is Sus the, This is the woman who cares too much 
and is just extremely extra and wants to yell at other people who aren't 100% obeying the COVID restrictions. So she drove by and she was just like, aren't patios closed? And I literally look at her and just like shrug because like, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, yeah. And then she was just like, well, that's not right. And again, I just shrug like, okay. And and she just drives off because, you know, she's holding up traffic at this point. So she's got to make her move. Um, But I hate people like that. Like, mind your damn business, okay? Yeah, patios are closed, but this one's obviously open. So they will deal with the repercussions. And in the meantime, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to enjoy myself. You don't have to. You don't need to. Look, listen, Susan, I am 24 years old. My dad was with me and he is 55. Neither of us clearly gave a fuck. So you telling us that there's restrictions on the patio isn't going to change the fact that I'm still sitting on this fucking patio. So anyway, that's I just I hate it when they make it their business. You know, like my dad and I actually are really careful people when it comes to others. But guess what? We know our circles, too. And we know the comfort level of the people in our circles. So if they don't give a fuck, why do we give a fuck? Because we're all associating with each other and we've dodged COVID the whole year. I'm going to take my chances on the next. Oh, okay. Here's like another beef I have. Like Doug Ford was saying it's the young people who are responsible for the spread of COVID. Like we're all going out and partying. I don't know anyone who's partying. I don't know anyone who's getting together in big groups. I don't like where who sees I live in a condo. Okay, there are no parties happening in here or if there are, I am not seeing them. So I don't know who these young people are that he's referring to. Sure, there probably is some. I don't think that's all of us. I don't think that's a majority of us. And here's another thing. If you think we're so problematic, we should have got the vaccine first. Yeah, we should have. Because if we're the ones who are out and talking to other people and touching each other and and doing all this hood rat shit, we probably should have got the vaccine first because old people don't really leave their house anyway. And that's how I feel. Anyways, whole situation is really messed up. I would have really supported a full-out lockdown for, like, however long needed. Like, full-out lockdown, literally. Like, tell everyone grocery stores will be closed on this date. You know, pack up for the next two weeks, three weeks, whatever. Full-out lockdown, whatever, New Zealand-style, uh, Australia-style. Let's do this. Obviously, that's not how they handled it. So now we're in this predicament of having this prolonged lockdown, which is why everyone's frustrated. So, um, you know, that's my critique for the day. Here's hoping we have a semi-normal summer, and um, I hope you guys had a great Easter. I didn't really get into my Easter weekend because, uh, you know, I don't think I'm that important. It was great. I hung out with family. I told you little tidbits. Uh, I'm sure you all kind of did the same thing. So uh, I'm happy we all celebrated the resurrection of Jesus and time with the family, had a good, good meal. And uh, that's it for me today. You guys know the drill. If you don't follow Busy Making Other Plans on Instagram, go ahead and do that. And uh, I really appreciate the support, everyone. So thanks for listening to Busy Making Other Plans. And I will see you next Tuesday. Scandal.